0: Thank you for listening in. God's communication doesn't just happen. We must study the word of God and have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ in order to master the ability to communicate God's way. Seeking wisdom and guidance through his son, Jesus Christ, is how we grow spiritually so that our communication flows reverently through the indwelling Holy Spirit. Meditation on his word, prayer, and fasting. Listen closely with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander teaches us today.
1: Have your Bibles. We have a family day message. We want you to take notes because it is pregnant with a lot of truth and you need a pen. You need paper and you need to be documenting because there's something that's going to enhance your life, stimulate your life, mature your life, challenge your life, grow your life. And if you want to grow and see God work, then take the documentation of God's word very, very seriously. In the book of Colossians, chapter 4, verse 6, Colossians chapter 4, verse 6, Colossians 4, 6, you'll find these words. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each Each one. And from this particular passage of Scripture, and keep your Bibles open because we're going to be referencing a number of Scriptures. We want to preach today as we minister to families, communicating God's way in the family. Communicating God's way in the family. We will always be working on how to improve our communication in the family as children. We'll always be trying to communicate better as singles, husbands, and wives in the context of the family. Communication is a critical component in families. We have to learn how to talk to one another. So many families break up because of harsh, brutal, insensitive comments toward the spouse, children, extended family, coworkers, and so forth. And if we do not know how to effectively communicate with one another, we are destined to have strife, animosity, arguments, confusion, misunderstanding, hurt feelings, broken relationship, and even divorce because people, wives and husbands and children, they're tired of being beaten down, 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 down down there is a such thing as verbal abuse it is not just the unsaved and the pagans that do not know Jesus there are some people right here in this sanctuary under my voice who's been victimized by verbal abuse Verbal abuse from a husband, a wife. There are children who verbally abuse their parents and there are parents who verbally abuse their children. So much abuse until divorce has become rampant because of harsh communication. As long as we have a sin nature, as long as we live in a corrupt world, As long as there is a devil who is using every resource at his disposal to drive a wedge to destroy our marriage and family, communication will always be a work in progress. We will always be learning how to better communicate in a way that is pleasing to God. What is communication? What is communication? Communication is importing. It is the importing or sharing of ideas. It is the the sharing of views. Communication is the importing or sharing of ideas, views, feelings, thoughts. It is the exchanging information between individuals with the desired outcome of understanding through speaking, writing, or some other means of expression. You say I didn't get it. I'll say it again. I know you're writing. Communication is imparting or sharing Sharing of ideas, views, feelings. It is the sharing of thoughts and exchanging information between individuals with the desired outcome of understanding through speaking, writing, or other, or through some other means of expression. Applying and integrating the word of God in our speech will elevate, enrich, and mature our conversations. Now I want you to get that. That's, that's huge. If you want to see your family unified. If you want to see your family have peace. If you want to see rest in your family. Hope in your family. If you want your words to bless in your family. Then applying and integrating the word of God in our speech will elevate, enrich, and mature our conversation which will help us to better connect and relate to one another as we apply the word of God in our speech. Now if we just that's just introduction. If you just do that part, your your, your family going to be better. That's just the intro. If you just do that, your families will be made the better. Our transition. How do you effectively communicate with one another? How do you do I declare, Some husbands don't know how to talk to wives. Some wives don't know how to talk to husbands. Some in-laws don't know how to talk uh, to their family. There are children who don't know how to talk respectfully to their parents. There are parents who don't know how to talk respectfully to their children. They demean them. They're harsh. They just beat them down. How do you effectively communicate with one another? If you get this. Your family will survive. I say it again. If you let this resonate in the depths of your heart, your family will survive the test of time. You're killing each other. You're bashing each other. Some of you just outright mean. How do we effectively communicate with one another on this family day? Number one, to communicate effectively, you must first have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You need to be born again. You need to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. You need to say, Lord, I I need to know you. I, I, I cry out to you now. I realize I'm a sinner. I realize apart from you, I can't do nothing. I ask you now to come into my heart. I believe in your birth in Bethlehem. I believe in your life. I believe in your death on the cross. I believe in your burial. I believe in your resurrection. And I believe in your coming again. Save me, Lord. Transform me. So that I can be the kind of man, woman, boy, and girl that will please you and be a blessing to my family. Without a born-again experience, you're going to struggle in communication.
0: The Bible tells us that the tongue praises our Lord and Savior who is worthy of all honor and glory. Yet we must be keenly aware that God's word also says the tongue is an evil stronghold used by Satan whose goal is to destroy the family. The devil will stop at nothing to keep us from communicating effectively with one another. The good news is this. As members of the family of God, we can rely on the living and powerful word, which is sharper than any two-edged sword. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Only the Lord can break down barriers
1: that impedes one's ability to communicate. Because, see, when you don't trust the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to direct your life... Pride will destroy communication. Confusion will destroy communication. Spiritual blindness will destroy communication. Hardness of heart will destroy communication. Selfishness will destroy communication. Bad attitude will destroy communication. Perversion will destroy communication and corruption will destroy communication. Let me give it again because you say you're going too fast if you want me to learn. Can you please slow down? Only the Lord can break down barriers that impede one's ability to communicate. What breaks down communication? What did I say? Pride Breaks down communication. Confusion, spiritual blindness, hardness of heart, selfishness, bad attitude, perversion, and corruption all break down communication. Healthy communication comes as a result of being delivered from the slavery of sin. Healthy communication comes as a result of being delivered from the slavery of sin. Colossians 1.13, just jot it down. I'll read it. Colossians 1.13 says, He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Until you have been delivered from pride, delivered from anger, delivered from meanness, delivered from all these things, only then can you speak in a way that will bless others around you. Number two, how do you effectively communicate with one another? Prayer is so essential to communication. Prayer is so essential to communication. Talking to God in prayer will give you the wisdom you need to converse with your family. You ought to want to connect with your children and grandchildren so much so that you pray and ask the Lord to teach me, Father, to communicate in a way that will glorify your name and bless my child and bless my grandchild. You, know, you need to pray if you're gonna learn how to communicate with difficult people in your life. There will always be some difficult people in your life. Difficult people aren't going away. They are gonna be with you till you die, so you might as well learn how to start talking to them. Okay, they're not going anywhere. When one moved to California, a nothing gonna come to Texas. <laughs> you see, there will be people who are immature you got to communicate with. You need prayer to deal with people who are hard to get along with on your job, in your family, in your extended family, with one of your siblings, somebody in the church. You see them coming, they bad news. How to talk to stubborn people. God will give you a timely word so timely that that stubbornness will begin to dissipate and you will begin to soften that person who is so stubborn because you just know how to talk and you know when you talk that way, you know nobody but God helped you talk that way. Ephesians chapter six, verse 18b says, be alert. You know what be alert means? Be watchful. Always keep, look, always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Always keep on praying. You know what prayer does? You you know why prayer is so essential in communication? Prayer breaks barriers in communication. It breaks barriers. Prayer enables you to persevere when dealing with difficult people. And you know what prayer does? Prayer helps you to love people through their issues. Every time I look at you, something's wrong with you. Here you come. If it's not this, it's that. But you know what's something wrong with you too. You're talking about everybody else. She she got too many issues. Well, you got quite a few yourself. You got quite a few yourself. Oh, Oh, yes you do. Yes you do. You're not all that. You haven't arrived. Prayer breaks It breaks strongholds. It enables you to communicate. It breaks barriers. It enables you to persevere and love people through their issues. People have issues. They come to church with issues. They need hope. They need help. They need healing. And that's why I study and pray and agonize because there is a word for the Lord so that you can go home and talk sweeter and talk more lovingly and be more kind so that child can learn how to say thank you. Bring them to church so they can hear a message like this so you can go home and say, did you hear what that preacher said from the word? You can't even say that if you don't go to church. <laughs> you just can't come on family day. Number three, you will not have effective communication in your marriage if you are not earnestly listening to your spouse from the heart. You will not have effective communication in your marriage if you're not listening earnestly to your spouse from the heart. Communication breaks down when there is an inability to be quiet and earnestly listen. Don't talk when your spouse is talking. Somebody gotta be quiet. You talking, she talking, neither one of you hear nothing. When y'all through, nobody heard anything. Communication breaks down when there's an inability to be quiet and earnestly listening from the heart to what your spouse or family member is saying. Refuse to think of how you're going to respond while the other person is still speaking, that's why you can't. That's why nothing gets better. They talking and you loading up what you gonna say. You just loading up. You want to come back. You're not gonna be out talk out done. You just loading up so when they shut up, you ready to let it let it roll,
0: Ooh.
1: Ooh. like a machine gun. You're laughing because you know it's true. Won't y'all say amen? Amen. You need to say ouch and then say amen. (laughs) The scripture says in Proverbs 10, 19, too much talk leads to sin. You know what? We can do the benediction just on that. I'm not through though. So Don't get up and move. I'm not hardly through. You, you, You know, you got to This is a surgery here. You know, this is not a little niche. This is a 12-hour surgery. My message is not going to be 12 hours, but it's going to feel like it by the time you're through. (laughs) By the time I'm through. Too much talk leads to sin. That's why you need to pull back. Pull back. Too much talk, the Bible says, I'm not saying that the Bible says, did you see that? Proverbs ten nineteen. too much talk leads to sin. Now, don't tell me you don't understand the Bible. How many of y'all understand that? Okay, don't say, I don't understand the Bible. Yeah. If you don't understand, you don't want to understand it. Look you know what the scripture says? Look, in addition to that, it says, be sensible and keep your mouth shut. I, don't, I didn't say keep your mouth shut. Don't get mad at me. I didn't tell you to shut up. The Bible said that. That's how y'all, so much fighting. Goes on. You always got to talk. You can't, can't y'all just walk in the room and just be quiet and smile at each other? Can't you just show some tea? Just smile and just look at each other and just... you don't need to talk. Sometimes I walk in, the, in, the, in our living room and I stay in the fireplace, my wife on the couch and I just look. She, she hasn't said a word. She reading her Bible. She look up at me and I look at her and I stay there and warm myself and I walk on, give me some tea and that's okay. I don't have I, I don't, we're not high maintenance on each other. That's why y'all killing, the, killing your marriage. You, you, you talk, talk, talk Talk on the couch, talk to the kitchen, talk to the bedroom, talk to the toilet. You're on the toilet, they're talking outside the door. Just talk, wait a minute! Let me go to her bathroom in peace! You will embarrass, shame, and humiliate yourself when giving answers taking sides without knowing all the details. You will embarrass, shame, or humiliate yourself when giving answers or taking sides without knowing all the details, without knowing all the facts, without gathering vital information. You have to gather the data and knowing exactly what the problem is. So I declare some couples are fighting and you just say, truce, stop, hold it. Both of y'all be quiet. What's the problem? They don't even know. <laughs> Why are you fighting? <laughs> We're just fighting. <laughs> they don't even know. They just fight so long, it's just fight fight, just fight, fight, fight. Many saints make bad decisions on misinformation. You make bad decisions on gossip, lies, partiality, skewed information, and personal biases. Somebody come to you that you like or your friend or whatever, and they say what well, somebody else did to them, and you get mad with them. I mean, they did that to you, huh? huh, huh and you all, you lose it, about to get a heart attack with your close friend, your close brother, your Sarah, your frat, whatever they say. Now you mad. You haven't investigated nothing. You don't know any data, don't know any facts, it's just that your friend said it. You personally bias, which which is favoring one person's side over the other, just because you like them. Now They told you, now both of y'all don't like the person (laughs) that your friend mad at, so now you mad too. Do not be so quick to take sides because very few people tell the whole truth. You taking sides? (laughs) I'm gonna tell you something, very few people tell you everything. Need to ask the question, and what else do I need to know? And if they don't tell you the whole truth, and you're making a decision on not the whole truth, that's called deception. Some people have just enough information to be dangerous. That's why I say, stop texting. Some of y'all want to be the first to get the news out. You hear it, and then, shoot you on social media, and you got it going to a thousand people. Then it was a mistake, you misheard. Now you can't even retract it, and you've messed up the person's testimony on misinformation, because you had to be the first to get the stuff out. You're just messy, messy, messy. Ecclesiastes 12, 13 says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. See, y'all don't even know all this is in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Y'all talking and sending texts and emails. You sending all this stuff. All this is in the Bible. You won't even pick the Bible up to read it. It's in there if I'm torn the page out. Let us hear the whole conclusion of the whole matter. Therefore, do not be so quick to run off at the mouth or post on social media. Proverbs 15:28 says, "The heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking." Now, when you're godly, when you love the Lord, the heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. Listen to this. The mouth of the wicked overflows with evil words. They can talk five minutes and they've said 10,000 evil words. The mouth of the wicked overflows with evil words. Number four. Ask the Lord to control your thought life and your tongue. Ask the Lord to control your thought life and your what? And your what? I don't understand it, how that tongue can be between a upper set of teeth and a lower set of teeth. And it can so sort kind of break through. <laughs> and poison and kill up a whole lot of folk. Do you not know, I want you to hear me well. It is easier to heal a broken bone than harsh, poisonous words that were spoken to a wife, a husband, or a child. And 30 years later, they're still struggling with those words when that bone was healed in eight weeks. There's an old lie, sticks and stones may break my bones, but Words will never hurt. That's a lie straight from the pits of hell. They do hurt. Not only do they hurt, those words will kill.
0: We can and will communicate effectively within our families as we obediently trust God to move according to his will and in his time. He will give us everything we need when we lift up our eyes to the hills from whence comes our help. Where does our help come from? It comes from God who made heaven and earth. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683.